Hey there, welcome into this week's podcast episode. We are in the midst of a series all about the different places that you might be storing your rental products. And this week, we are talking about large warehouses. So tune into today's episode, grab your notebook, grab your Slack channel, wherever you like to take your notes, and get ready for this week's episode. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. about a large warehouse, which is where we currently are at in our uh, business. And so I'm excited to talk to you a little bit more about that. In the previous weeks, we've talked about storage unit areas that you might be in. We've also talked about multi-locations, which we have been in before as well. And this week, we're going to focus a little bit more in on large warehouses and what that looks like and feels like and kind of the things that you need to think about and look at and things to help set you up for success. And so I'm excited to get right into this week's episode. If you've been listening to the episodes here on the Render Podcast for very long, you may notice that we are focusing on short but meaty type of episodes, meaning you're not sitting here for 45 minutes listening to a whole bunch of uh, content with a few different points, but you are listening to something that you can maybe uh, put back to back with some other episodes that you might be listening to. If you're like me, which if you've been listening long enough, you might know this about me, but I listen to podcast episodes and I love the ones that are 15 to 20 minutes so that I can pack in just a few different podcast episodes that are filled with the things that I need to hear in my business as well. And so that's why we're focusing on shorter episodes that have lots of awesome content. And so we are in the midst of a series, and this week we are talking about large warehouses. Our warehouse is maybe not as large as others that you may think of, but we sure are efficient in the way that we operate and organize our warehouse. We have just under 10,000 square feet where we are located in the Design District of Dallas. And um, we are quickly running out of space, uh, and we are actually currently looking at some other places to store at, but right now we are in just a little less than 10,000 square feet. We have um, just one big rectangle box. Our warehouse is not separated into kind of different areas or different um, kind of Uh, shapes and sizes, but we are in just a big rectangle. Our office space, just for reference, is probably about uh, 1,500 to 2,000 square feet, and the rest is warehouse space. There is some pillars in there, and we've got five dock doors. One of the dock doors is a graded uh, concrete slab, which means it's a concrete ramp up it. And then three of the dock doors are on one side, 
And the last dock door is on the other side, and we don't really use that one as often. We actually don't use the graded one or uh, one of our other docks as much as we do the three that are on one side. If you've been to our building, which some of our listeners and some of our uh, students of Rental Biz Academy have popped by our building before, we love it when you guys pop by and get to see us and meet us. Um, however, if you plan on making a visit, we appreciate a heads up to make sure that I am there because it's not uncommon that one of you will come by our studio and want to see me or see our team and I have already left for the day or I'm in the middle of a meeting. And so I want to make sure I carve out time. So if you plan on visiting us, please give us a heads up by emailing to info at therender.co and we can make sure that we're available to chit chat and see ya. Um, But that's another story. Um, The rest of what we kind of look at is um, how we utilize a space. And so how we picked the place that we are is thinking about the types of uh, events that we do combined with where we typically are going. And so that might not make as much sense. And I've mentioned this on an episode before, but we have to think about how big are our orders and then where are those going? So are we traveling mostly to places that have a dock high? Are we traveling to places that have more of a street level? In years past, we picked a street level type of uh, parking lot situation because we were going to more street level uh, venues that we were going to. And so the great thing about that is you don't have to get different types of transportation that meet you in different places. So how we chose our warehouse was based on locations where we go and what type of trucks and vehicles we are using. That is kind of a smaller part of how we chose where we're at. It's not necessarily the main part because vehicles are able to be traded in and exchanged for other vehicles based on your needs of your company. Um, And so while that was a part of why we chose our place, it's not the main reason. The other places that we looked at Um, before choosing this place, had both a dock high and a gradient storage space. And so both are really great options. Um, I encourage you to find a location that has both options so that it can serve you in multiple capacities. If you accept will call orders, it's really great to have a gradient style because not everyone's going to show up in something that they can pull up to a dock for. And so that might be an option. Of course, if you only have dock highs or if you only have street levels, that is certainly an acceptable way to um, approach those. You also want to look at what the terms of a lease might be. And so we've talked about this a little bit as well, that sometimes you might need to sign a one-year, three-year, five-year, seven-year, ten-year lease. And so you want to assume your growth capacity over the terms of your lease. And so if you have a three- or a five-year lease, You need to project, okay, I think I'm going to grow to this capacity within these few years that I'm here at this place. If you expect that you are going to way bypass some of your goals and you're going to need way more space, then it might be better to err on the side of more than enough space than not enough space, if that makes sense. I want to make sure that you aren't getting your place into a pickle to where you are just itching for more space because 
tell you what, we grew a lot more this year than we expected to, and now we are itching for more space, and we uh, still have a couple years left on our lease. And so I want to help you avoid that in the future. You also want to look at the price. Price is a huge uh, game changer. And when you go from multi-locations or a storage unit or a smaller place where you're paying less, looking at the price sticker, something that's larger typically comes with a bigger payment, right? And so if you are paying, let's say you're paying a couple thousand for your warehouse and you need to move somewhere bigger, but the per foot uh, price tag on that is like double or you're getting double the charge and double the space, it's going to highly increase how much you are paying. And so I don't want you to get to a certain place where you are um, way tight on your expenses because of your space or your payroll. Payroll and location are the two number one drivers of your expenses in your business. And so if you are paying $20,000 for a place and you're paying $30,000 in payroll, that's $50,000 that you are guaranteed to have to pay in expenses before a dollar comes in your door. And so you do have to look at your expenses versus what you can afford. I'll tell you what, in the early days, we had to buy um, or lease a place that was not pretty and it was not as functional as we wanted it to be because we couldn't afford to get something super expensive. Rental companies are a lot to to manage, and there's a lot to pay for, and you know that full well, just like I do. And so do not get yourself into a financial bind to where you are paying out the wazoo in your lease. And so sometimes that sticker shock can come um, a little bit more surprising than maybe you are hoping for. We've typically liked to stick around Um, anywhere from $8 a square foot to $15 a square foot, um, and that's net. And then you typically have some extras on top of that. I know different areas charge a little bit differently. And of course, my area of Dallas might be high or low compared to your area of the uh, world and where you are paying. But you do want to make sure that you are not paying way over. And um, you're also getting into a contract with a landlord that is kind and who is understanding. Um, The landlord that I have right now, gosh, I am so thankful for in the pandemic because my landlord before likely wouldn't have been as understanding and gracious with us in our lease payment during the pandemic when we had no revenue as our current landlord does. And so picking the right landlord, picking the right company to work with, those are all very, very very important things, no matter what stage you're looking for, because you really want someone who's on your team and is an extension of who you are and your goals for your company. And so those are just a few things to keep in the back of your mind when you are looking for more space. Now, location is key. You hear realtors talk about location, 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 right? And so that's the same thing with our businesses. What is the best location for your company? You have to think about these in a few different terms. You have to think about it when it comes to your employees and where they live and where they will be commuting from and to. Because if you have incredible uh, people on your team, then you'll want to make sure that you are picking a place that makes sense for them to continue working with you. You don't want to move to an area to where now your employees have to decide whether they want to keep working for you 
because of the area that you moved to. You also want to make sure that the venues that you are often frequenting are nearby. You don't want to necessarily move way out of town just for a cheaper rate on your rent, only to be paying as much or more in gas and tolls and mileage to get to the venues that you are working at. And so location, location, location is key, and that is something that you have to consider. Now, when you get into a larger warehouse, we talked about this a little bit in the multi-places that we had in our last episode, but when you get into a larger warehouse, you might have taller ceilings, or you might have larger places that you need additional racking. We talked about teardrop racking, and so that's going to be key to move into your new place. And of course, you can probably take some of the teardrop racking with you, uh, but you might want to invest in taller racking or wider racking based on location that you're going to. Um, keep in mind that we talked about it also in the last episode that we paint all of our teardrop racking black so that it uh, just kind of blends into the background and we don't have to focus on the multicolored teardrop racking that it typically comes in. Um, a few things that you want to think about with a larger space is you are now going to have lots of room in the very beginning then you're going to fill it up. And so keep in the back of your mind that you might have to change the layout of how you have your racking set up based on how you get things in and out your doors, how you present those things to your clients if you have warehouse tours, and just a presentation of how it might look to your team for efficiency of loading and unloading. If you have something that is going out all the time, you need to make sure that you put those things closer to the door than further away from the door. Um, There's going to be less wear and tear to your items and uh, less hurdles to kind of overcome within your warehouse if you have those things closer to the front door. You also want to make sure that you're thinking about safety measures as well. With a larger warehouse, typically comes bigger safety measures that you have to overcome. And so those might be things like um, having additional fire extinguishers in different places. It might come with coating that you have to look at and uh, various other things that your landlord or your leasing agent may be able to help you understand because every area is different. Even just here in our city, different areas of Dallas and Fort Worth are different than other areas. And so you need to do some research and talk about that with some of your neighbors as well. Um, This is going to conclude our episode all about the larger warehouses. Larger warehouses are good. Again, they are incredible and um, provide extra space. But the biggest thing I want to warn you against is getting into a lease that you can't afford later on. So please be aware of those things. Uh, Take some notes that you took down today when you are looking at new warehouses. And if you're just starting in your career in the event rental world, bookmark this episode and come back to it when you are ready to go into that next place. All right. I hope this has been helpful and I'm excited to see you next week on the Render Podcast.